It's Mark and Shane on the Gentleman's Club. Hey everybody, Mark, Myra, and Shane Allen here. It's the Gentleman's Club podcast. Shane, hello. Hello, Mark. We um, we have some... Uh, what do I uh, gossipy gossipy little bitches listening to this show we throw on a show where I say that I'm half fired we get like six times more listeners than usual and and like seven new patreon subscribers so welcome mm-hmm. patreon people but yeah you guys want the juice you want a little juice baby yeah, we, I mean, this is why we got to keep on getting hired and fired from radio because like, yeah. we, we definitely got a big spike of the podcast when we got fired from the zone. Yeah, got another got another peak when you got, you know, let go from the show. Right. Yeah. On 95.1. So I think, dude, WTKX is the next spot, you know? Yeah. Well, actually, I'm going to save it for the Patreon side of the episode. And you're definitely going to want to subscribe only four bucks a month patreon.com slash the gentleman's club after i um stopped being on on the you know they, they got rid of the earl david reed show so i don't have a show anymore that i'm on right now um i um i did something where how do i want to put this i uh, i got a little bone to pick with another rochester show in town oh, i got shit. a little bit of a bone to pick with them and oh, I got shit. some comments about their content. Another show here in Rochester, but you know what? We're gonna save that bad boy for on the the other side of the podcast, the 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 Patreon side at patreon.com slash the gentleman's club. So it's only four bucks a month, and you get a bunch of free podcasts and extended podcasts. You get to hear me bitch about a show in town, Shane. A little show in town. I'm excited. I don't know what show you could be upset with. A little upset. Well, I don't know if upset's the word. It was just it's they're a, a little phony. <laughs> what are you t- radio shows in Rochester are phony? <laughs> no, they're usually so genuine. Jeez, are you serious? Wait, Mark, are you telling me that these people that have been up since four o'clock in the morning aren't that chipper usually? You, and that those say? laughs aren't trying to mask the pain that they have inside. Wouldn't it say outside? To do to I mean, people. honestly, uh, the outside pain. Jeez. Hey, wake bad. up at 3 30 in the morning, go into work and try to put four to five hours of content out there. It's one of the most insane thing we ask people to do with their brains. No wonder they're all insane people, these morning radio shows. I mean, I'd I'd like to give it a shot, you know. <laughs> all right. So um, yeah, that'll be on the Patreon side again, patreon.com slash the gentleman's club. And even bigger news, Shane has some beef with nursery rhymes. Yeah. And that'll be on the Patreon side of the episode. That's that's worth the four bucks a month. The four? Four bucks a month. That's it. If you don't that's have four w- bucks a month, you might as well fucking kill yourself. <laughs> Can we make up another tier that's just like deadbeat fans of Shane? Because I feel like you have the rich people, Mark. What? We're rich people tuning in for okay. Mark. I get the the deadbeats. So like a two dollar tier. Where you only get like one podcast a month or something like that. We can do we can do um we can do different tiers, definitely. We could do a two dollar yeah. tier where um it'll just be whenever Shane feels like releasing a stuff you can't eat with Shane. Oh um, yeah. It'll be one three six for months. <laughs> a minute. Well, I'm doing the, the inner loop stuff now. 
Did I send you the one, newest one? No, absolutely not, Shane. Okay, I'll send you the. I want Shawcross some Shawcross. One. I want to listen to that one. Yeah, well, buckle up, Buckaroo, because fucking it's two hours long. Jesus Christ, Shane. Yeah, man, that's <laughs> what I do with morning radio. Give me a shot, morning radio. Let me talk about a guy that was cutting vaginas off of dead women and eating Holy them. Shit, that's what people want to listen to on the way in, you know. So what's wrong with your brain? You said you got an MRI. What is <laughs> not my? That's a CAT scan. Oh, okay. I don't know. I don't know nothing. MRI is this big magnet. You go in there and it scans your like uh, it scans your like tissues and shit. I, so I have a I had a wrist injury last January. Nice. It just never got better. And I uh, like I did the thing that I always do, which just put things off. You know, I think I've talked about how my butt bleeds, right? And how I was like, all right, I'll I'll take care of it if it keeps on bleeding. But then it would just take care of itself after a few days. So I never saw a doctor. Same thing happened with my wrist, where I was in a lot of pain for like a month, and then it kind of went away. And then I re-injured it doing yard work. And I went to go see a doctor and they're like, okay, you got to go see an actual wrist man. And um, that's not what they're called, the doctors, but you know what I'm talking about. But these like orthopedic doctors, if you should go make an appointment with them right now, even if you are healthy, because you can't fucking see these people. They are booked up. So I had this injury doing yard work. I was like, I really need to get something going right now because I'm in a lot of pain. And they're like, okay, best we can do is a year from now. So I was like, okay, cool. So that's what just happened. I went and saw this uh, doctor, Dr. Bilal Muhammad. And he uh, was like, okay, yeah, we can't see anything, obviously. So we're going to sign you up for an MRI. So these MRI machines, man. Uh, this is like as close to being Joe Rogan as I think I'll be. It's like this, uh, instead of an isolation tank, though, where you're complete silence, it's the loudest fucking thing. Nice. Inside <laughs> just crashing around in there. And um, I'm such a fucking coward that I didn't speak up for myself. Because they like, you know, it's a super powerful magnet where it's like, it warns you a bunch of times. Like when you're going in there, like if you have a pacemaker, you're don't do it. Cause you'll, your heart will shoot out and you'll die. But like I was like thinking about like any metal that I had on me, and I just didn't think about it until I was inside the machine, and I was about halfway through, and I was like, "Oh fuck, I got fillings. Is that bad? What does I it don't... do?" And then also, I started like feeling my teeth hurt as oh, soon as I had that thought, fuck. and I knew I still had like three more minutes. It's like broken. It's a twenty-minute-long thing, but it's broken up into like several sections. And this weirdo dude will just, you know message you every, every between everything like everything good and i'll be like yeah i'm good but like halfway through i was like oh fuck I, did i miss the section where they talked about metal fillings like is my tooth just gonna go through my head to <laughs> stick to the walls of this machine but yeah I didn't, I didn't speak up until like the last session where i was i finally built up the confidence <laughs> like yeah but it was weird man it's a weird experience it's like um there's also there must have been something metallic in my hair or I just because I didn't shower that morning. I don't know if I just built up some metal in there. That but happens. My, my fucking bangs were moving in the machine. What the fuck? And I was like, am I getting superpowers right now? But I didn't. I'm just <laughs> oh, no. So I, uh, I got to go talk to my, my doctor, Muhammad. 
tomorrow, uh, which sounds like a Jeff Dunham bit, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> so he'll, he'll let me know. I, I obviously I'd prefer there be nothing wrong with me and the scan is clear, but I'd also be disappointed if there isn't anything at this point. Cause I sat in this fucking machine at six o'clock in the morning. Uh, so that's an MRI. That's the MRI story. That that is like um, that's the best job to to be an MRI like like a technician or a tech. Basically, those people where their jobs is just to control a big piece of machinery that doctors use. Yeah, like I, I mean, you I mean you went through it. The person that does the ultrasound thing, mm-hmm. right? Where they like check the bellies and stuff. Because I um I uh, I assume they make okay money. Like I mean, you know, not like two hundred thousand dollars a year or something. But I assume they're like making all right money like it's not a minimum wage type of job so but they don't have to like tell you any of the bad news right they just like the doctor's like check the baby's brain Mm -hmm. make it the picture of the baby's brain then it's up to the doctor to do the rest of the shit no guilt you know yeah and they get a a nice view at least this this guy did the mri machine because you know you got to get naked for some reason for all these things well this one i get with the magnet but had to get stripped down naked and they give you those nice little uh hospital shorts oh boy which which i think i shredded as soon as i took a first step in them so i think this dude was looking i had a nice little upskirt view of me and my gown and then through that hospital mesh i think he got to see a little underballs well 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 fun and exciting (laughs) well didn't we find out that um the uh, the delinquents that we decided were going to be our TSA agents that they could all see our dicks and vaginas and titties and all that stuff, right? Like yeah. we go through that X-ray and we found out that they've been looking at our dongs this entire time, and we just have to go, oh, this person that barely passed middle school that is now a TSA agent uh, can see my dick whenever they feel like it. You know, the last time I went through TSA. Here in Rochester, uh, like you said, big dummies working for the TSA. They one of be them the happened, dumbest people. One of them was a kid I went to high school with. And this was back when we had a radio show. And uh, so he's like, hey, Shane, how's it going, man? So you got a radio show. Huh? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I guess. And he's like, uh, I can't believe it. You're fucking dumb. <laughs> he like, said that to you? Yeah. <laughs> You're dumb? like. Like this, me and this kid had maybe two conversations <laughs> in our lifetimes, like lifetime from middle school to high school. I think we spoke probably twice. And one of those times was me telling him to please stop shitting in my room when we went on the Washington trip because he refused to shit in his own room. He would shit in my, he blew up my bathroom, destroyed it because he didn't want to do it to his own room. I mean, in hindsight, great move, but also he's fucking completely an evil person for because it's it smelled like shit in my room for the entirety of the weekend because this fucking kid. Um, but yeah, he's like, oh, you're fucking dumb. It's like, have you ever listened to the radio? Like, what did you what do you do? You think the radio people are smart people? And also, but you're not dumb either. Like, you're not a dumb person. <laughs> I get what he's going for. You know, like, I'm smart enough to know how dumb I am. Right. <laughs> What I yeah people 
I feel like um, when you're on the radio, people, especially if you're you're making you're being kind of joke, you're, you know, you're not being like Bob Lonsberry or something. You're being kind of like jokey. People think that they can say whatever the fuck they want to you. I had this is recent, but like within the last couple of months, I had a boss during like an air check telling me because of a dumb joke I made, telling me I was a bad parent. He kept saying it. And I'm like, you realize I'm not really burning my kids on a radiator. I don't even I have forced air. How would I do it? If if anything, it would have to be on the oven, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, yeah, that he's also in a position of power, this TSA guy, because what am I going to do? Like, be like, (laughs) no, no. I'm fucking smart shit, man. And then he'd be like, oh, let's see how smart you are. I can check your anus with my whole fist. <laughs> or you aren't going to go on this trip to Florida. Um, speaking yeah. of, of the airport, there was that pilot that got. Um, did you see the pilot that got taken off of the flight in Buffalo for being extremely drunk? Or maybe it was going to Buffalo. Either way, some pilot mm-hmm. in Buffalo was like super drunk. And they, they had to take him off the plane, which has to be terrifying if you're on that fucking plane. <laughs> but it got me thinking. I only I've only met one pilot and it was somebody that uh, it, they were they were kind of like hooking up with somebody that we knew that we used to work with. OK, and, and they were out at a bar and he was wasted. And I was like, OK, perfect. Keep it with the stereotype like he was partying hard. Right. But yeah. I figured that's probably got to be most young pilots. I mean. You go you're going from airport to airport, city to city, country to country. Like, yeah, you're going to party a little bit and get some get some strange dick or whatever. You know, you're Mm going to do your thing. It just got me thinking that it has to be. It has to be pretty easy to drive a plane drunk or fly a plane drunk because there's no way like they, they can't. You know, there's the stereotype of a drunk pilot. They there's never there, I think I looked I looked it up. There's only been one crash because of a drunk pilot. That means that these pilots are at least a little drunk. And they're doing fine, like we're, we're doing fine with planes. You yeah. know what I mean? We just had a whole movie about this, didn't we? What movie? Fucking uh, Sully? Sully. Was it Sully Sullenberg? No, I'm talking about uh, Denzel. Denzel. Does he do the? He's so drunk he flies it upside down, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've just seen Dra- the previews. Yeah, yeah, but but yeah, that was the whole thing. Was like it's all autopilot, so it was just like you know take off landing shit, right? I'd be drunk for that. Yeah, I mean. Everybody, everybody that drives Uber and Lyft, I know this is not the same thing, but everybody that drives Uber and Lyft in town is high as fuck. Definitely. You don't hear, you know, you don't hear a lot about Uber crashes here in Manchester. <laughs> Ever. You know, you do hear a lot about gang violence. <laughs> and they're never high. No. They're always sober, you know? No. You don't get high on your own supply, Mark. That's what I've learned. From from movies. I well, I, I had a flat tire and I um and the I, I felt bad like the I was it was in the parking garage at work and I was near the time when the parking garage closes and I went to go tell the dude that like um hey you know AAA is going to come here in the parking garage and he was just about to leave and he had smoked the most weed he smoked up an entire parking garage and yeah. I was thinking like like I for, for whatever reason I have this sad thing in my life where I need like um 
I need like value. I need to feel like I'm I'm valued in some way or that there's value to what I'm doing. And I wouldn't feel that way if I worked at a parking garage. But it's got to be kind of nice to just be fucked up for your entire work shift. You know, if I had like a job like that, it'd be kind of, that's probably what I would do. There, I follow us. That's one of my favorite subreddits is like people that are working but are fucked up on like meth and heroin. Oh, dude. fuck. He was not doing meth and heroin. <laughs> oh, my God. That's the best video. It's just like people are working. It's usually gas station. That's what, so, Mark, that's where you need to go to. Okay. All right. Or a gas station. It's, or a subway. That's a good one, too. There's a really good one of this lady like, passing <laughs> out while making, in the process of making the sandwich, she passes out into the sandwich. <laughs> it's amazing. That's a great one. But yeah, gas station attendants, man. Ever since I've been on the subreddit, I'm like, I'm so nervous to go to gas stations like late at night now. Like, oh my God. Am I going to pull out my phone? It's what drug is this guy on? You know, is he cheesing? Have, have you seen the Batman yet, Shane? I have not. I want oh. to so bad. Watched it. I got to see it in the IMAX. Got to go IMAX with this one. Okay. It's too dark. It's too dark for any other theater. Oh my fucking it's, god! It's, it's like that one battle in Game of Thrones. Remember that god. one? Ba- remember Game of Thrones was like, "Hey, we spent nine hundred million dollars on this one episode, and then they turned all the lights off. Mm-hmm. They were like, we don't want you to see anything.' That's what the Batman did. So you got to see it in IMAX, dude. Even Batman versus Superman was fucking dark. Should and I see that they, one? They came out with the Snyder cut, and it was even fucking darker. He darkened like, it. <laughs> I knew the Batman was going to be dark, but God damn it. Yeah. Can we just get a little light? It is. I mean, honestly, it really does have to be dark, though, because I I, I really want to see the Batman. But instead, I just watched all the uh, uh, Christopher Nolan ones. Oh, the Dark Knight shit. Yeah. And it really does stand out the scene where Christian Bale is fighting Bane in the daylight. It just is fucking weird. Is it? It's very weird. And he's like fighting around like other cops. And it's just like, this takes a lot of the mystique out of it. And it's just like the sun is beaten down on this fucking weird leather. Just not good. This one's really good. Robert Pattinson does a good job. I'm not going to give anything away. You know what this one does? It's it's like all shot at night. It's all night. Mm -hmm. So that's why it's so dark. Like there's not there's not an ounce of daylight in this fucking thing. Um, But what this does is. I feel like in the Dark Knight and I guess other Batmans, you're following the bad guys around a lot. You know, like the Joker, you're following the Joker around. See, he's fucking blowing up the hospitals and shit. And he's just being a goofy guy, right? Yeah. This one, you're just following Batman around the entire time. Okay. You're not really, you know, you don't follow the Riddler around or whatever the fuck, you know, you're just, Thank you're just fucking God. I think, um, you know, everybody knows how I feel about the Riddler on this <laughs> podcast. Wait, yeah. Are you anti-Riddler? I hate the Riddler. Um, is- here's my question. Yeah. This is the only thing I'll let you spoil for me. Do you get to see his parents die? Do you really want me to spoil it for you? Is it like a big part of it? His parents die. No, you don't see it. They don't. Okay. It's not like a baby Riddler. Like... <laughs> and shooting his parents there's been so many of these fucking batman movies now where they have to like have that conversation like while they're writing it like are we gonna do another fucking 
rendition of watching these fucking parents get shot in an alley like how many different ways can we fucking shoot this thing i just want to if i'm making the batman i'm doing it i'm showing it and it's going to be half the movie it's just their agonizing death like i'm just, just wanting to see out like, yeah just slowly and like i want the emts to show up and resuscitate him and he's like back but then they oh god he's going again and that's that's half the film um they do show um uncle ben dying though good good i don't know i don't know if that ruins anything for anybody but uncle ben dies in this one i did think it was i did see one spoiler that they they did a cgi of leia um, <laughs> yeah she's back baby <laughs> and i just don't get it right they had this carrie fisher like just let her die right um what what I I'm interested in is they kind of it's all right. When the, the eighties Batman eighties, early nineties Batman with um well, like I guess all of those, they were like, Hey, we're making this bitch cartoony, right? Like to the point yeah. with, with the second Batman, I really thought like, like the, the bad guy, the penguin, he's pretty much, if you watch the cartoon, if you read the comic books, dude's just a mobster. That's like short and fat. And it's just an unfortunate nickname. Right, the yeah. penguin. But if you watch the Tim Burton one, Homeboy's living with penguins. Like he's Tim like Burton eating took, fish. Yeah. Tim Burton took it extremely literally. It was just like, oh, the penguin. Oh, so mm-hmm. he's a penguin. I think it's like it's Danny DeVito, right? And I think he's got yeah. like he's all, his nose all, off. Yeah, all of his fingers are like conjoined, right? So it looks he's like flippers. flippers. Yeah. Yeah. but in, in not that i don't give a fuck about any of like the canon of batman i could give two shits about but in no other there's that, that's never been a thing that the penguin was abandoned by his parents and then raised by penguins in the bronx zoo you know <laughs> that wasn't his shtick his shtick was that he was a mobster <laughs> i fucking hate that's tim it. burton dude i fucking can't stand him i gotta be honest with you but um, I never I I don't like any I really oh, don't like Tim Burton sucks ass. He sucks and the pe- ass. The people that are into him are so fucking lame. <laughs> they built a store around him called Hot Topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The only thing that makes Tim Burton movies even remotely watchable is the Danny Elfman soundtracks. That's that's the only thing that makes it like, oh, okay, this works. Or the fact that Batman was just literally a Prince CD. And hey, guess what? Tim, we get it. You're fucking married to that one lady. Oh, There's other actresses. Helen Bonham Carter? Is that yeah. her? Yeah. And she's, she's always more of a top, you know? Hello. Hi-yo. Hey-yo. <laughs> but this is what I'll be interested to see, because if they make another one with uh, our pats here is um, the Tim Burton ones. I, I don't give a shit which way they go with this, but the Tim Burton ones, they went like not even the Tim Burton ones, early 90s and 80s ones. They were like, we're making this shit cartoony. Mr. Freeze is fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's got a making bunch puns. of puns. Yeah, pun it, it up. <laughs> um, and uh, since the Christopher Nolan ones, it's been like, how do we make this realistic? You know, grounded in some kind of reality. This one does the same thing. It's fine because I I'm I would have fucking blown my brains out if I had to watch another Jim Carrey Riddler. Um, you know, I was happy with a more subdued Riddler. But I heard if they do a second one, they want to do Mr. Freeze. 
which is the most ridiculous character of the whole the whole Batman thing. So how do you do that in a subdued, you know, based in reality manner? I think in the in the DC shows, they had somebody, but it was just like he just invented a freeze gun type of thing. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. We'll We'll see. Speaking of movies, I almost invited you, but I stopped myself because I figured I should have just invited you, but I didn't end up doing it. And I should have just let you say no to it. Um, on Saturday, this is, this is your entire family. Is I, <laughs> I am always invited two months after an event happened. We <laughs> I, listen. We were all we all went out and for your birthday and got, got pizza and blowjobs, and we were just we thought of you and like how much you love pizza and blowjobs, but like we decided no, no. Yeah. Um. So we uh, we had a bunch of like of the kids friends over to watch the new Disney movie about a panda having its period. Um, and I was like, oh, I should invite Shane. But like your kid's not even a year old. Obviously, your kid's not watching this Disney Pixar movie. And I was like, Shane and Lena don't want this. So then I just didn't invite you. Uh, no, you can invite us. We'd watch. He he might actually be the best one there as far as watching it. He is entranced by screens. He, it is. We oh, are. We did it on the big parents. screens. We did it on the big. Oh, he would have been locked in. <laughs> All like, right, next time I'll invite you. Like he takes to a screen like the scene from Clockwork Orange, just <laughs> eyes wide open, <laughs> jaw agape, just drooling and loving it. So yeah. But yeah, we watched this. The, the, I think it's called. It can't be called Red. That's the one where somebody got shot, right? R- red Panda movie. What the fuck is it called? Turning Turning Red. This is about somebody getting their period. So yeah, so it's like this girl, and she um she's like yeah middle school junior high aged, and she's like she's from like she has like a Chinese ancestry, and one of her ancestors you know back in the day when china was mystical or some shit i don't know they said that they wanted to she she wanted to be a panda so now all the women in her family at a certain age around you know 12 years old uh mm. they turn into a red panda mm. um but they have to keep it inside or something or there's some like thing about keeping it inside or whatever um and it's just like a whole metaphor for having your period and starting to like starting to find boys attractive and, and all that shit. But instead of having your period, she turns into a red panda and they hold, but and they also meant they, they're not like secret about it. They also mention having your period in it, but it's about puberty basically. Okay. So they go for the metaphor and then they just hit you over the top with it. Like, Oh, this panda a little bleeding. bit. It's, it's, yeah. more, it's not just period. It's about just like, hitting puberty like starting puberty you're separating away a little bit from your your family or your parents you're kind of making your own life and mm. you're fi- you, you you're horny over boys is pretty much what it is gotcha so is there like an evil big old pad of cotton and is that the <laughs> the the bad guy is uh tss uh toxic shock syndrome yeah, i was gonna say is, is there a scene where the panda accidentally forgets that they had a tampon and already inside of them and 
I was just trying to think of like the boy version where you turn into a panda, just jerk off in the bathroom like 13 times a day. <laughs> that's just the whole movie. Yeah, that's just called like Discovery Channel monkeys. Right? <laughs> that's a 12 year old boy. Uh, while we is while we're touching on movies and Tim Burton, I can't believe they're going to make a second fucking Beetlejuice. Did you see that? No. Oh, that's why. Fuck. Why the fuck? Stop doing this. <laughs> fucking, I hate this shit, man. Just let With it. Michael Keaton. Leave it. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I think I think so. And I just don't get it. We didn't need an update on Beetlejuice to see how he's doing. You know, it is the some of like the novelty of Beetlejuice is how like weird it looked, right? And it had that '80s fucking look to it and shitty the puppets claymation. and everything, yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. all that shit. It's like, what are you going to put that in 4K, 8K? I don't think so. So that's oh, going to be yeah. fucking stupid. I guess there was some cool, like I, I, I wasn't huge on Beetlejuice, but I guess there was some cool shit in there, like when they start getting old real fast. That, that scared the shit out of me as a kid. And it's Alec Baldwin, right? Oh, God, he's going to shoot someone else. He's going to shoot the entire fucking set again. Oh, how nice would it be if he shot Tim Burton? Uh, you know what? This might be a good idea. <laughs> but, you know, it's fucking a Tim Burton movie. So the gun is like actually a fucking weird floppy <laughs> cock or something. Yeah. Yeah. It's just you. Here's the thing. If they did this shit. And 95% of the times it worked out and it was good. You know, like, oh, we're going to make Ghostbusters and it ended up being good. Then I'd be mm-hmm. for it. But, they, you know, Hollywood's kind of swinging and missing on this shit. It's, yeah, not, like it ever, it's not like it's ever good. No, they got unless it is another Batman movie. Stop <laughs> doing it. Just stop. OK, so the Batman, the one thing I was so nervous about, because it's a fucking long movie, an hour and a half like, in. It's three hours. Three hours long. Okay. It's three hours, but it's it's good. It's a good movie. I recommend it. So it's okay. not like you're not tired, like, you know, two hours in like and this fucking shit. But I was like, oh, fuck. Are they going to base this so much in reality that Batman's not going to use his grappling gun? Mm. But he uses it. Don't worry. If okay. you're worried he wasn't going to use. I was worried he wasn't. And it took like an hour and a half for him to finally whip that bitch out. Lots of good gadgets. Um. The grappling gun, maybe a couple other things. Nothing like zany, you know. It's not like George Clooney clicking his heels and ice skates pop out of his shoes or anything like that. Pulling out the Bat Vista card. Okay, you know what? That was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. He's Dude. a billionaire. Why does he need that? Yeah, it's insane. It's insane. All right, what so we're gonna go to the Patreon side of the episode. I'm going to complain about a radio show in town. Shane's going to complain about nursery rhymes. You you don't want to miss this. <laughs> Both equally important rants for sure. Uh, Patreon.com slash the gentleman's club. It's only four bucks a month. Okay. Bye, poor people. <laughs>